Welcome back to the Mike and Andrew Show. I'm Andrew Serwick here with Mike Meredith. Mike, uh, it was... Uh, it was a pretty interesting weekend with the the Pro Bowl and the uh, the NHL All Star Game. But uh, how are you doing this evening, man? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, it was an interesting weekend for sure. Yeah, so let's get right into. It. I'm gonna talk about the uh, the NHL All Star Game for just a little bit here. Um, or as I should call it, the the, the Austin Matthews dick sucking competition. Um, dude had four points in the two games he played. Meanwhile, DeBrinket had you know. Uh, Three goals, three assists, and uh, also the overtime or the shootout winner uh, as well uh, in those two games. But you know, DeBrinket didn't get MVP, but you know who did? The guy who scored less points and didn't really significantly contribute to anything uh, in the games, um, unlike DeBrinket. But you know, it is what it is. Oh, and then the NHL also says that uh, you know Matthews is the first star of the week, and DeBrinket is the third star. And McDavid somehow is the second star with less points than either of them. So, yeah, make it make sense, NHL. Uh, but anyways, um, it was uh, it was an interesting all-star games. The skills competitions, uh, Nikita Kucherov, um, every competition that he was in just didn't care. Um, uh, he, he was very blunt with the media saying that the, that the all-star weekend – um, it's kind of a scam, really. I mean, the only way to really get tickets is if you're associated with one of the league sponsors. Um, and, and you know, the, the whole thing is not for the fans like, like the league says it is. It's just for their sponsors. And a lot of the players actually agree with him on this. Um, it, it's just an excuse for them to have a weekend off, really, and uh, just kind of play bullshit hockey and drink with each other. That's that's really all he said that they do um, is they just hang out and drink together. I mean, look, it was – the games were all right. I mean, they're, you know, your typical, um, you know, all-star games where no one's really taking it seriously because it's, uh, you know, no one's trying to get hurt. But, man, to, to act like – Austin Matthews was the greatest thing in this weekend is just um, hilarious. Now I get it, you know, it's in Toronto, so of course they got to make the MVP a, t- uh, a Maple Leafs player, but come on now, man. There, there was like five other guys that were way more deserving to, uh, um, you know, win the MVP. Like I said, DeBrinket was one of them. Um, and I uh, forget, who was the other one on there? Um, that, that had a really, really good, uh, weekend. Um, let me see. It was, uh, oh yeah, it was, uh, Barzal and Forsberg. Um, they, uh, they just, you know, had great, great performances, uh, over Matthews, but, you know, Matthews had to win it. Um, but yeah, look, uh, the, the way things are with the all-star game, I mean, a lot of fans are just sick of it because, of the the very rigged voting and MVP, um, not only that, but just like how hard it is to get tickets, um, things like that. If for an actual fan, um, so it's, it's kind of just uh, you know something not uh, very fun, but uh, it is what it is. But uh, in in better news, 
last week we did have a trade in the NHL. Uh, didn't get to really talk about it, so going to talk about it now. Um, Elias Lindholm was traded to the Vancouver Canucks uh, from Calgary. Calgary uh, gets uh, Andre Kuzmenko. Uh, as, on top of that, uh, Calgary also gets uh, Vancouver's first-round pick, a conditional fourth-round pick this year, and then uh, two t- uh, two defensive uh, prospects in Hunter. Uh, I'm tr- going to try to pronounce this without screwing it up. Uh, Bruce Twick. Uh, I, no, I'm not even going to fucking bother. It, that is a very, very Slavic name. Let's just leave it at that. And then uh, Johnny Germo uh, as well. Um, Lindholm, uh, 32 points, 49 games this year uh, so far uh, with the Flames. Um, it's his sixth season uh, with the uh, with the Flames this year. Um, but now he's going to be on a team that's competitive, because uh, Calgary's not, so I, th- I think overall this is kind of a win for both uh, teams. Because I don't think Calgary's necessarily in need of a rebuild, but they're definitely in need of kind of a retooling, and and Kuzmenko can definitely be a part of that for them. And plus, you know, picking up a first round pick and a fourth round pick and a couple prospects that definitely helps as well. Um, and then for Vancouver, this is a a, a nice win because it adds some depth to the forward position um, and it'll basically help their their middle six uh, forwards because they'll probably slot in on that second line. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to, to see, but I, th- I think this is overall a win-win for both teams. But if I had to choose a winner out of this trade, I'd probably say Calgary actually ends up winning uh, with the long-term benefit of this one. But uh, Mike... Uh, any thoughts on All Star Game or you know this trade? Yeah, just um, uh, what a crazy, um, a crazy game, man. Um, and just, I mean, it's not too shocking what happened there, but yeah, um, just crazy to see. Yeah, just. Um... Unfortunate that uh, that Matthews got uh, yeah, got the MVP, but uh, any 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 thoughts on that uh, on that trade? Um, I think it's um, definitely interesting. Uh, we'll definitely have to see how it shakes up um, with um, the rest of the uh, league here. How? Uh, how it's going to be. Uh, I think it's interesting though, for sure. Um, I'm wondering if there's going to be any other big trades come uh, before the deadline. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think there will be at least one more big trade before the deadline, but we're going to see all really, really the the majority of the trades, majority of the big trades, I should say, um, with uh, the. Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, at the trade deadline. There we go. Um, yeah. So I, I think, you know, overall this kind of helps. I mean, this will help help Vancouver down the stretch for sure. Um, getting these trades done early this year, I think is we're, we're going to see a lot of trades done before the deadline, just because the deadline is so late in the season. It's March 8th. Um, and usually it's February 28th. Um, 
so yeah, having having an extra eight days um, for the for the new players going to these teams, I don't think you know that's a good thing to have. I mean, they're gonna have fifteen games at the very most to get acclimated with their new team. I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't think that's really a good thing uh, for anyone. Um, you know, for, for for either the team or the the player themselves that got traded, you know, I, I just, it, having having it that late in the season, I don't I don't get it, man. I don't know why the NHL decided to do that. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's way too late in the season, like because their season starts like a little bit before NBA, and their trade deadline is coming this Thursday. Fifteen games is not enough for a team to get. Changes and accustomed to those changes. Since too late in the season, where at that point, I mean, why even have the trade deadline? Fifteen games, man. That point, just uh, cut it off uh, sooner. I think. I think this weekend or even um, the weekend after, I think would have been perfect. Uh, right after the All Star break. But yeah, yeah. I mean, look. I mean, from the, the trade deadline, there's literally a month left in the season when when uh, we get to the trade deadline. I mean, uh, if I remember correctly, like the last week of the season is like I think the first week of April. Let me look at that real quick. Okay, so the the last week of the season is actually April 18th. So it's not. I guess it's a little bit. I mean, I guess it's not that bad, but still, I think it's way too late in the season at that point. Um, because yeah, yeah, basically five, five or six weeks to get acclimated to a team if you're traded on the deadline, which isn't really enough, especially for teams to figure out lines, things like that. So I mean, it's uh, yeah, I, I don't understand it, but it is what it is there. So. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna really wrap up our uh, our, our NHL content for today. But uh, Mike, I got a fun little uh, game for us right. uh, today. Um, ESPN uh, came out with their uh, NFL mock draft um, the for the first two rounds. Um, so basically, I'm just gonna kind of I'm not gonna go over over every single pick. Um, Mm -hmm. because that'll just, I mean, we'll be here all night. Um, but I'm going to go, I'm going to give you some trends, give you a couple different picks. Uh, you're going to give me thumbs up, thumbs down, and then you're going to kind of give me a reason why, um, you you think, you think that pick will or will not happen. Uh, so, um, so the first three picks, uh, you got three quarterbacks. So you got Williams, Drake May, uh, Jaden Daniels. Um, I think... Uh, you know, this will be pretty obvious, but um, who goes where is kind of the question. And I don't think it really matters because no matter what, if you're picking a quarterback uh, out of those three, you're going to get a really, really good quarterback. But, uh, Mike, uh, what do you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down here. Yeah, thumbs up. I mean, I still think Marvin Harrison is worthy of a top three pick, but um, it's going to be QBs. I mean, it's a QB league, so I think it's going to go Williams, May and then Daniels is probably my order. I mean, Williams is for sure going number one. It just depends there after that. Um, yeah, I think that's thumbs up. 
So I have this as thumbs up, sorta. Uh, I Caleb Williams has kind of said he doesn't want to play for Chicago, and Chicago doesn't even know what they're gonna do with Justin Fields yet. Um, so we we could see, you know, uh, Chicago maybe not even draft a quarterback here. So that's the only one I say kind of a thumbs up. Um, outside of that, yeah, I think Drake Bay going number two to Washington and uh, Jaden Daniels going to uh, New England, very, very possible. Um, just kind of depends on what Chicago does exactly with that first pick. Um, so the first three picks are three quarterbacks. The next three picks are all wide receivers. You got uh, They have uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. going four to Arizona, um, Malik Neighbors, uh, going to the Chargers and uh, Romo Dunze going to Washington, or not to Washington, um, to uh, to the Giants. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down here. Yeah, so Marv for sure, thumbs up. Uh, I do like uh, uh, Nabbers there for uh, the Chargers. Uh, Romo Dunze, um, yeah, to Washington. He's solid. There's a lot of talent still left out there. Um, at that point, but I think that's all right. I think that's all right for uh, for that spot. But trying to think if there's anyone else I would take clear cut right now, and I I don't know. I mean, there's a few offensive linemen that are up towards the top here that I know are pretty highly touted, and uh, the big quarterbacks are kind of off the board. So yeah, I think. Wide receiver there is, is is fine. Yeah, so I got this kind of a thumbs up as well. I think Marv definitely uh, could go there. I think if Chicago wants to trust Justin Fields, they take Marvin Harrison first. I really do, but I, I kind of like this pick uh, for, for the Chargers. I don't like the pick for the Giants, though. I think they need to uh, uh, get a tackle uh, to protect um, – uh, Daniel Jones, because um, they got Tennessee taking Joe Alt uh, offensive tackle from Notre Dame at seven here. So I think that's a thumbs down for me for at least what the New York Giants are taking. Um, yes, they need weapons, but I think they really, really need to protect their quarterback because, uh, you know, they, he's got, um, you know, tackles blocking John Cena out there. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, First defensive player taken off the board they have is Atlanta at number eight. Uh, they have uh, uh, Terion Arnold from Alabama. Um, Atlanta needs a QB. I'm already give that a thumbs down. Atlanta needs a QB. Yeah, I'm I'm with you here. Uh, Atlanta definitely needs a QB. Uh, so yeah, no, don't take defense when you already have a really solid defense already. You need a fucking quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see Atlanta try to trade up. They definitely have some draft capital to do so. Um, And, uh, yeah. Uh, And then uh, at number nine here, Chicago Bears, they have, if if they do take a quarterback, uh, it looks like here they have them taking uh, a tackle, um, taking a... uh, that, that offensive tackle from uh, from Penn State, uh, uh, Fashanu, really, mm-hmm. really solid dude. I think if Chicago does take a uh, a quarterback in the uh, with that first overall pick, this is a thumbs up for me. 
Yeah, because if they get that QB to get that uh that, that tackle as well, yeah, him and uh, Joel are clearly the top two offensive linemen. So, yeah, if you're going to take a QB, also get some pass protection, that would be big. Yeah. Uh, number 12 here, uh, the Denver Broncos, they have them taking Bo Nix from Oregon. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down here. See, I thought that they'd have the Atlanta taking Bo Nix. That's where I've seen him go. Uh, so, Denver here, so they le- legit have no faith in Russ. I mean, that point, they pretty much are saying Russ is gone for sure. Um, I mean, until QBs prove me wrong, I, I gotta go I gotta go thumbs up just because the home run you can hit if you if you find your franchise QB it's uh it's insane. Yeah, I mean, look, the only reason why I think Knicks is even in the first round here is just because he put up video game numbers uh, this year uh, in Oregon. I mean, otherwise, I mean, I don't really necessarily think he could uh, he, he would go uh, and be that, that franchise guy. But it is a possibility. But here's one that's really mind-boggling. They have at number 13, the Vegas Raiders taking J.J. McCarthy. Bro, like... I get that Harbaugh's been hyping him up, and he just won the Natty. But bro, JJ as an NFL prospect is like maybe a second or third. I'd probably say a third round pick. He should be closer to like a third round pick. JJ is not a first round talent. I'm giving this one a thumbs up only because it's the Raiders, and they always do something stupid. <laughs> And this is very oh, something. This is something very stupid. So I'm giving this one a thumbs up because it's the fucking Raiders. It, this is their mo right here. Um, the only thing that could make this more stupid is if they fucking trade it up into the top five to get him. That would probably be the only thing that could put the uh, icing on the cake for that one. Um, yeah. Fourteen here. This is a very interesting pick, and I think uh, the Saints would be getting the best overall player, I think, personally in the draft, and that's Brock Bowers from Georgia. That dude is, I mean, I think overall best player, pound for pound, or, you know, overall pound for pound, he's the best player in the country uh, coming out of college. I mean, he can catch, he can run, he can block. uh, He can do it all, man. I, I think overall he is the best overall player in the entire uh, country right now. It's a steal, man, because Brock Bowers was like top five projected basically all year. So to get him at 14, man, that is that's a steal. That is a great, um, great pick up there. Yeah, this is a um, this, this is a big thumbs up for me uh, for this one uh, going to um uh to uh to number 23 um the Houston Texans select Kool-Aid McKinstry cornerback from Alabama uh what's your thoughts here Yeah so it's tough with Alabama players they usually don't have the greatest track record for painting out in the NFL but you got to get DBs man they're they're one of the toughest positions to hit on, and if you can find a 
really good DB, man. That's that's gold, man, because they are few and far between. So I like I like that. I like this one simply based on the fact that Houston needs, you know, uh, to upgrade their entire secondary. I mean, that's the the problem with their, that was the biggest problem with their defense. Uh, they don't have safeties. They don't have corners. So picking up a corner like Kool Aid, who isn't necessarily the greatest corner, but he's definitely you know first round talent. Um, he's he's not the best corner in this draft, but uh, to hit on him, that would be uh, that would be very good for them. So I think this one's a thumbs up for me. Um, number twenty four, Dallas Cowboys take Keon Coleman from Florida State. Yes, sir. Love Keon Coleman. Um, yeah, I mean, sucks that's Dallas because I I don't really care for Dallas getting a good player, but I like Keon Coleman, man. Love his talent. Thumbs up for me. Yeah, this is a, this is a big thumbs up for me. I mean, Keon Coleman is one of the best receivers. I think he's very underrated in this draft class in terms of receivers. I mean, he's no he's no Maserati or or Romo Dunze, but I I think he's a top three wide receiver, and I think he's being slept on here. So this is a big big uh, thumbs up for me. Getting him going with CD Lamb, dude, man. That would be fucking dangerous. Yeah, honestly. Uh, at 29, they have the Lions taking uh, 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 Liatu from UCLA. Thumbs up, thumbs down here. Um, man. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go thumbs up here. I mean, I don't really lean too strongly either one way or the other on this one. But I think that he uh, he has talent and can be a good prospect in this uh, in this game. I'm gonna say thumbs down only because of the fact he's not gonna be there at 29. I mean he's the best defensive end in college football. Um, there's no way he makes it out of the top 20. There, I I see absolutely no fucking way um, that he dro- that he gets out of the top 20. He is just that good. I mean, he's the best edge rusher. I mean, granted, the Lions definitely need an edge rusher. I just don't see the Lions taking him at 29. And I think the only way the Lions will be able to get him is trade up into the top 20. Um, yeah. So that's just me. Um, at 32 here, they have the Kansas City Chiefs uh, taking Xavier Worthy from Texas. Thumbs up, thumbs down here. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's a fine pick for sure. So interesting they have Kansas City at 32, so I guess they imagine they're going to win the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's, that's what, what they're, they're saying. Assuming. Yeah, they're they're assuming that. Um look, I think this is a big W for for Kansas City though. I mean, they need a wide receiver cuz um you know, Kadarius Tony ain't going to cut it. So um uh oh, yeah, he's they they need a wide receiver. Xavier Worthy is another underrated wide receiver. I think um, he had a, a a really really good year uh, in Texas. Uh, Sixty catches for uh, seven hundred fifty yards. Um, well, well, he he that was his uh, his his average uh, in college. He had uh, 
at, at least every year in college he played, he got at least 60 catches for 750 yards or more. So, I mean, very, very good. I mean, like I said, losing Tyreek Hill, getting a guy like Xavier Worthy would be definitely very nice uh, for Kansas City here. Um, so, that said, uh, the second round's kind of interesting. Um, at number 42, uh, it's the Vikings. Uh, do you want just take a guess at what player they're going to take at, at number 42? I'll give you a hint. It is a quarterback. Is it going to be Michael Penix? You're goddamn right it is. They have, they have, they have the Vikings taking Penix at number 42 in the draft. Um, it's understandable. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not one of the greatest quarterbacks in this draft class, but I mean, if, if he ends up being a lot better than Kirk cousins in camp, I see no reason why to not start him. Um, is kind of going to be a, uh, um, a, a hit or miss here. I think it's a very good pickup as a lions fan. I really hope to God they don't fucking do this. Facts, man, because, man, they get Penix, bro, and he ends up panning out. Like, the our division is going to be so tough already for years to come, but, yeah, Minnesota becomes even better. Like, yeah, we're it's going to be tough. Green Bay is going to be a lot better. Chicago is going to be better. Minnesota has Jefferson and Penix. Nah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that would be um... – and, I mean, it's a thumbs-up pick for me, and they'll just, you know, up face value. As a Lions fan, though, it's a thumbs-down because I don't want it to fucking happen because that would be very scary, especially if he hits in the NFL. Um, mm. And then uh, at 61 for the Lions, they have us taking uh, TJ Tampa corner from Iowa State. Um, I like this pick. He's a very solid corner. Um, and, you know, we definitely need uh, actual number one corner. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, so that's a thumbs-up for me. Unless we can get a better corner than that, it's a thumbs-up still just because we need that position desperately. Yeah, we need secondaries. So, I mean, we hope he pans out if we we're able to get him there. But uh, we at least got to try and draft a, a corner. Yeah, so any teams you want to know what they got in the first two rounds here? Um... No, I was curious with the Lions. And then, of course, the big-name players, which we all went over. I don't think there was any other uh, any other crazy teams or names that I can think of. I'm, I'm going to give you just a couple. We're going to kind of go local here. Uh, at number 53, the Eagles, take they have uh, taking Junior Colson, linebacker from Michigan, that's a thumbs-up pick from for me yeah. because Junior Colson is a really, really, really good linebacker. Um, so I, I like that pick a lot there. Um, 48, Jacksonville Jaguars taking Roman Wilson, uh, wide okay. receiver from Michigan. Um, he had a very good senior day. If he has a really good, uh, you know, um, combine I think yeah we could see him go in the uh in the second round I just personally don't think he's I I think he's like a third round talent wide receiver if I'm being completely honest with you but 
it's not a terrible pick for Jacksonville. They definitely need wide receivers, and Roman Wilson can definitely play a role in that offense. So I like that. Um, number 47, uh, they got the Giants uh, with Seattle's pick, taking Chris Jenkins, uh, defensive tackle from Michigan. That is a huge thumbs up for me because that, that kid is fucking awesome at the defensive tackle position. Yes, sir. I love Chris Jenkins. Where's Quorum going to go? That's the last name that I can think of. Uh, let me look here. Um, I don't think they have him going in the, the first two rounds, actually, which is actually kind of surprising um, considering how good he is. Um, yeah, they don't have they don't have Quorum going in the first two rounds, so... Um, yeah, kind of, kind of disappointed in that because he's really, really damn good. Um, yeah, no, they don't have they don't have him going at all in the, in the first two rounds, which is kind of sad, but it is what it is there. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah, that's gonna about do it for us today. Um, short episode. Um, Thursday, it's going to be pretty much all Super Bowl unless something big comes up, NHL or NBA. Um, I'm going to – we're, we're going to obviously preview the game. I'm going to give some uh, – kind of some betting insights in, coming into the game as well uh, for anyone that uh, that wants to, uh, to bet on it. Um, there's going to be – it's pretty much just going to be all Super Bowl, though. On, uh, on Thursday's episode. Uh, but, Mike, you got anything else before we head out of here? Nah, just, uh, yeah, lots of Super Bowl uh, coming up. Probably see if there's any big trade at the NBA trade deadline and go from there. It's going to be interesting to see how things shape, shake up here after the Super Bowl. Yeah, and we have uh, MLB spring trainings coming up soon, I believe. Pitchers and catchers actually report next week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, a lot of uh, just exciting things coming up, obviously. NBA trade deadline's coming up. Uh, we're getting closer to that NHL trade deadline, but we're still a month away um, for now. And obviously, Super Bowl. So... Yeah, lots of things to talk about. But again, Thursdays is going to be pretty much all Super Bowl. Um, so anyways, th- uh, rate, review, subscribe, help us out. Let us know what more you want to see. And, um, you know, check out our YouTube page as well. Um, help us grow there. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you guys on Thursday. <laughs>